Okay, we're going to begin the third of four chuvas in this set. We have in front of you on page three, page Reish Samachtes, the original set. Uh, first two were pretty sensitive, the third one is even more sensitive. And I think as we started, it'll raise eyebrows that it's a shayla, but as you will see, it's a serious shayla. My disclaimer, which sometimes gets me somewhere, is that no part thereof should be quoted out of context. Semeresh Sadi Aleph. Im yegale la'aviv she'imoy ha'ahav. Now, Ima Chareges is a stepmother, but the, the stepmother over there, he, now, I'll explain it when we, when we see a stepmother's country up in people's minds, all sorts of... Um, all sorts of evil connotations, and um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna what? Wicked stepmother. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm saying Imachar. I guess is uh, you're gonna see from the way the Shaila is laid out that either she has a split personality, or she ran into an issue with her stepchildren, or a little of both. Uh, what causes this is anybody's guess. It's a real story, and. It, I'm not going to dwell on that too much because the facts are going to be that it's causing a problem. So, right now she's a stepmother and she's hitting him. So, the hitting over here is not dangerous physically. Emotionally, is going to be a different ball of wax. And the kid who is all of uh, 13, 14 years old is getting, as we say, a little bent out of shape. And he would have mentioned something earlier. The reason he has it bottled up is because his father got married to this lady, who's now his stepmother, and he's very happily married. And he's gaining a lot from the relationship. And ever since Leilenu, he lost his mother and the father lost his wife things in the house have not been running very smoothly. Uh, that's an understatement. And she came along, Baruch Hashem, and fixed all that up. That's why the details here are very uh, delicate, as we will spell out. So, the question again, the bold print, He's afraid it's going to cause a Shalom Bayes problem with his father and his mother, his stepmother, if he brings it up. He's very concerned about his father's welfare. And of course, we, as we deal with the Shaila, as well as the dealt with it, uh, are also very concerned about the kid. Maestro Shahaya, we're on page three, if you just came in. Maestro Shahaya, everybody have a sheet? There are plenty around. Yeah, yes, got stuff in the back. Maestro Shahaya Malame Bikita Ches Bechad Matamudi Teresh of Haslarts. Could be America, could be somewhere else. Hivchen Bain of Shabacha Yasa Meima Shizata Nechas Ola Mitzvah Shahema Tzubis. Recently by Mitzvah, and the kid looked very sad, and his eighth grade Rebbe noticed it, which is what Rabbeim are good at doing. Mashu Godo Mark Aliba, he saw something was weighing on him. 
weighing on his heart. But unfortunately, it was weighing on him so seriously that it was affecting his learning. So he pulled him aside, focused on his Tamidim, certainly on a Yasam, and needs extra help. And he called him over for a, a heavy conversation. Gotta start light and then sort of get into what's bothering you. After many years of the loss of their mother and of the father's wife, and the house was not running. The good news, as I would like to say, is that she's very geschickt, running the house very well. Seems to be a good wife. And this is coming from the son, who's having serious issues with her. And he tells his Rebbe, she mamish was Machaya my father. Things were pretty bad, and I see a new Simcha Sachayim here, and the house is running well, and the father, between the job and the kids, he can't do everything, and this, uh, she saved the day. Uh, now the other news. Ulam, bottom paragraph. When the father is not home, she turns into Somebody else. He miss nacheres loy nozefes boy al loy ovil bekapoy. She treats him as a stranger, blames him for all sorts of things that he didn't do. Go to your single page that was handed out because this was missing. Vaaf top line maka osi palmim rabbis. It's being told from the vantage point of the child, and she. Um, Gives me patch. Amnon mid the barba makas kalas. Nothing dangerous here physically. Abachazos hayachas hamash bepagir b'maid. It's uh, uncomfortable to say the least. Uh, sometimes probably humiliating or varying gradations in between. And for a young child, a thirty-year-old, it could be damaging long term. So I'm trying to speak very slow and say this carefully. So people are raising their eyebrows, why is this a Shiloh? Like, the answer is we're not uh, lacking any concern for the child, not Rabbi Zilberstein, not Rabbi Yoshev, and not uh, what we're going to discuss over here. And the message sometimes right away gets pushed back, like how can we even consider she's an adult, he's a child. Well, he's a young adult, very formative years, and the Shiloh could change on a dime with various details in age and other circumstances. First thing you have to know is that in America, we try not to, uh, this has been uh, swept under the carpet somewhat, but a 13-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl are completely high of mitzvahs. That means that Kodesh gave them the backbone to be able to accomplish a lot. And sometimes we have to tinker with what's expected because of the weaker generation, which is certainly true. And as I want to say, often we bend the tree so far that it's too far and we're not raising the bar enough. 
and raising the bar, maintaining the bar, and people also misquote that. There's nothing to misquote. Uh, yes, uh, today's generation is weaker, and we have to help them with self-esteem. It's all true, but if you bend too much, then we're coddling too much in a way where they can't face adversity. This is not a way to train them, by the way. This is not a uh, tetanus shot where we're trying to put some of the systems that they... Life is complicated enough as it is. It's interesting that here, in this shul, from our very sophisticated Chashuva Gufa Pnei I get complaints from parents, and I don't disagree with them. I just, then I'm fighting the other side of the coin, that uh, why is it that I have kids of all ages at home, and I, I find that they just can't handle any, uh, any adversity or any uh, hardship or any, like, why, why is it they falling apart so quickly? So then I take the other side and I defend the kid and I say, well, it's a sign of the time and there's a weaker generation and, and you also don't remember when you were a kid as much. And after those three disclaimers, part of it is that we're spoiling too much in certain areas. And um, so you can understand what could be misquoted over here. So if you just, uh, I don't need disclaimers, if you just listen to all my sharing from beginning to end, you won't misquote anything because... I'm telling you, they're both issues, but we, where the tree ends up is as crucial as why we have to bend in certain circumstances, certain generations. If we bend too far, then the Messiah is going to be in trouble, which has been a theme we've been talking about in Kip- oh, let's keep it up aim, because some would like to say, well, you can't expect any keep it up aim kids today. Period. End of sugya. Very short sugya. We have over 90 shirim already. Pretty short sugya. Why do we have 90 shirim? So the answer is maybe we have 90 because some are saying that and because we have to know where to tweak and you have to remember Sinasaris Adibris. My introduction over here is that the, the kids have enough backbone to keep tired mitzvahs. And the fact that a mitzvah might be difficult, sometimes very difficult, sometimes very, very difficult, doesn't automatically patter you. And that's because it's not the truth with. We didn't finish laying out the shayla yet. I'm just warning you because everybody's already, their mind is racing as we read it. And with all that, you've got to keep your eye on the kid and make sure that, yes, he's high mitzvahs, plenty of backbone, but he's only 13, 14. And if we assess professionals in consultation with the Rabbanim, we're passing the Shaila, we assess that there's too much of a risk of long-term emotional damage, then we can't do the mitzvah and he's potter. We've had a few of these and various these severe abuse is nothing to discuss, and then I hide and keep it up aim, and they sometimes have to even stay away. And we've had cases that we discuss like this. Here, there's no physical danger. She's not a Rashanta Mineube or Minaba. In this case, maybe she is, but we don't know that she is yet because she certainly has some good qualities. The husband saw them, married her, and is actually very happy, which is what the child is torn about. He doesn't want to stare all that especially after what he went through, but the child also went through something, lost his mother, and this isn't helping much. Can part of it be his misconception on what is being leveled at him as a 13-year-old kid? Yes, you have to take that into account in the story as well. It's that sometimes, I don't know if you ever heard such a, such a concept, such a musug, such a statement, there are kids, once every 50, 60 years, who actually will say, I'm being accused of something I didn't do, and really they did something. I'm not saying that's the case over here, but out of every hundred things she blames on him, it could be ten were his fault, ten are a gray area. And the other eighty, she's really doing a lousy job, but she has something in it against him, maybe feels he's competition for her husband. Uh, who knows what's going on? I'm not going to even venture a guess over there. But she has an issue. But somehow she's doing a great job as a wife and as a homemaker and as a person who's running the show. 
and taking care of the kids at the same time. So, that's why whatever we say tonight, you're going to have to balance the exact circumstances. The only reason, I'll tell you a secret behind why this page is separate. I originally made this copy, and I went back and forth in my mind with this particular tshuva, and I wasn't going to read it inside. I was going to mention it briefly and go on to the next one, so the tshuva was just on the other page because of the other tshuva. And then at the last minute, I felt it was too important the way he writes it to not to bring up the subject. Uh, so that's why uh, I, it was an addendum that was put in. Um, let me just finish the question, and I'll take your uh, case. Next paragraph. Case, I'm Rabachar, I'm Mitzyasev, I'm very torn, which is why I'm so down. And he sees it. Kid's a very mature kid. A father's finally so happy, so happy with this shit, so happy with this wife, and she's doing such a great job in those areas. Which means he's uh, and I don't disagree. She's really good for him, and he deeply cares about his father because Nebuch he can't do keep an aim anymore, but he can do keep it out, and he's trying to do it. And he's chayiv a mitzvah. a very mature young man. The terrible treatment which he feels is uh, picking on him, and, and no doubt, uh, the way it's laid out over here, a lot of it's true. Certainly it's going to put him in a huge pickle. And new wife, older son, been with him 13 years, wife's been here a year. The son might win, and the husband might get very angry which can cause him a lot of Bachman's Efesh and everybody else. He's not worried about the rest of the family. He's worried about primarily his father. I'm uh, really not happy with the situation. Again, Lisbon Marcus already sounds jarring for people. Lisbon Marcus, how can there ever be a situation where he's Mechiv to take it? So, uh, going back to the schoolyard, uh, what's the antidote uh, for a bully? Well, first three tries, you say, please don't do that. And then second couple of rounds, please, pretty please, the cherry on top. That may be on holo member. Sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. Sometimes that works, sometimes that fails miserably. And they find out, then they really start pushing you around. Oh, yeah, told Rebbe. Oh, okay, well, we're going to take care of your recess. Don't bother coming out or something like that. And uh, after all else failed, what do you do? You didn't hear this from me. So if anybody hears this in the video, I didn't say it. There's a chill twist in the crowd. Um, well, you all know what I'm getting at. There's a way to... Um, uh, I use this expression twice in one week. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> to explain it to him. And um, without uh, doing any real chavala, as in Nezik, Tsar, Ripo, Shev, somebody, you don't want to get into any of that. But just to, you know, um, bring yourself to your full height. And what? Avi, you're from Staten Island. You know yeah, how to do this stuff. What? Then you shoot him. That's what you're talking about. Uh, no, yeah, I was afraid. Sadiq and I was discussing that just yet. Were you, were you there on Sunday? So what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> it's funny. We just went. I was going to excise this from the, whatever. The, listen to the Nabi Shir from Sunday. There was a, there was a, there was a mice I was telling over about not uh, causing anybody to get the nauseous and it ended up being a little more bloody than whatever. Uh, so that's what I thought. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, you can't shoot them, and you can't even do something that's going to trigger any of the uh, five types of payments talked about in Baba Kama a lot. But there are ways to do it. What? Who are you talking about, the Rebbe or the other people being bullied? 
Uh, you are joking. What? No, no, he told the Rebbe already, and uh, that had an adverse effect. The Rebbe tried. I'm not blaming the Rebbe. The Rebbe tried, and then they made fun of him more. So um, then there's Plan C, which we won't go into over here because I don't want anybody to claim when they do it, the Rebbe told them to do it. Uh, but, um, you know, after all else, it's really a last resort, and then you've got to be very careful because if it's done in overdrive or overkill, uh, you can really get yourself uh, in trouble, and then it's really awesome. Uh, but why is that even, like, spoken about? The answer is because even if you're not really getting hurt, there could be emotional long-term damage if it keeps going. So that's not an option over here. You'll say, well, it's not his real mother, it's not a chiyamisa. Okay, but uh, that's all. He's trying to protect his father from tzar. It's all, sh- all, all he needs, his father's going to find out that his mother, his stepmother's going to complain that your son hit me. Something like that. That, that can be very painful. Is she hitting him? Is she hitting him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nothing dangerous. Like, you know, Petrak, you know, slapping her, you know, light stuff, but it's, it's, we're worried about the emotional damage. Sounds like not She's once, not twice. You're being abusive, which is more emotional abuse than physical abuse. Um, it's, the kid is, uh, give a lot of credit for the Shaila. The kid, Thinks he might be able to handle it, but he's not sure. And if he was sure he was falling apart, we would have known about it beforehand. The Rebbe wouldn't have had to schlep it out of him. And if it was obvious that it was just once in a blue moon, the kid would opt to be quiet because, rightfully so, because the father's simchus is taken. It's not worth it. It's some, unfortunately, as it is most of the time in life, somewhere in the middle where it's almost bad enough that he should say something, but he doesn't want to say something yet because it's going to destroy his father's shalom bias and he respects his father and cares about him. So it's a real keep it of aim, Shaila versus what you have to give up for keep it of aim, which is what we're discussing a lot. You know, most of the series of Shirm, as you have found out from other series, is spent on all the gray areas. First, we outline the halachas, and then we try to fit them in. And over here, the first kiddush for most people, because most people say, what kind of Shaila is this? Why should he have to do anything, exert himself? She's a Rishanta at least part of the day, and when the father's not looking, and he should tell his father, and he should scream at her, and they should have a, should tell her no in certain terms. The kid doesn't think it's so pushed, and he's right, because it's going to depend on how much pain you're being civil to be mekayim, keep it up. This is spitz keep it up, because you're, you're making him very happy about it so far, but not saying anything, and yet... You don't have to do that to your detriment, depending on how much of a detriment it is. You say, well, going back to our famous din, we paskim mishalab, and I'll have to spend $10 on our shopping bill. This is more than $10. That's what we're going to have to discuss over here. So, what's the there? Why is there a shayla? So, uh, we'll get to that right away. Uh, do you have a question? Yes, uh, is, does it make enough to me as to who's actually presenting the shayla? Meaning that. Oh, if, sure. If the, bo- if, if the boy himself is. We can see already that he's he's querying and like maybe he can he's indicating that he can possibly internalize, you know, the the, the mila of it as opposed to if we're he, asking he has internalized him, yes and we don't know where he's holding it maybe we're we're allowed so right the first thing you got to do is you got to check out all the facts for two reasons number one that's why I threw in you got to make sure that he's accurate he doesn't have to be hundred percent accurate if he's half right. If he's she's is blaming him double time, well, he's feeling he something. Can, that doesn't no, mean the parents is wrong. Can, no, no, but, but it means that he can, he can actually put some perspective on it, as opposed to just yeah. being victimized. Of course, that's why the Rebbe discussed it with him for five hours. No, that, that's clearly you can't you can't begin to answer the Shiloh without two things in hand. First is you got to check out all the facts and interview all the people. 
Right? Candidate to be the father of Aaron because if he finds out, he's going to go through the ceiling. But we're trying to avoid that, and it might not be avoidable. Probably isn't avoidable, but it's still a shayla. Could you beat around the bush and get some input from the stepmother? Maybe. If she's smart enough not to start telling her husband she should be embarrassed, obviously she's trying to hide it from him because there's nothing happen when he's around. So that would be stop two. And then you have to have a very thorough understanding of Hilchitz Kibbutz and the fifth Shulchan Aruch as well, and then uh, figure it out. So that's what I'm saying. It's be very circumstantial. I just, I don't want, as we go through this, anybody to take away that uh, the Allah HaShashem is not concerned for his emotional well-being. We're very concerned. If we weren't concerned about it, it wouldn't be a shayla. He wouldn't be able to share his father's simchas l'chayim. The reason it's uh, good havmina maybe maskana is because the father might be able to handle it as the father and as an adult better than a 13-year-old. Yeah, and the 13-year-old might not realize what damage this can do to him and he's trying to be brave. And maybe we shouldn't let him. Even almost probably we shouldn't let him, depending on the circumstance, depending on how often this is happening. So, Chiddush number one, Tshuva. Kabbalah's Marcus ain't a pateras adam mitzvahs. It's already, how's that for an opening line? So in general, um, getting a little bit flustered and a little bit uh, hurt, not very hurt, the fact that you might be getting hit doesn't pati for mitzvahs in general. That's a chiddush atzim to a lot of people. But if you uh, grew up in Europe where the policemen, forget the pogroms, would customarily like to start every day with a coffee and beating up some yid, um, if you were walking, um, trying to say, he would stop you and give you a summons and beat you up. That's because of chiddush no, not necessarily. Kiddush Hashem is only when it's Shasa Shmat for all mitzvahs. The Gimel Aveyah is like Amur. He's just trying to say Birch Somebody's getting knocked in his sukkah. He could walk out and eat somewhere else. That's a special din. That's, that's the that's worst the example you could bring. I understand. That's good. No, I, I'm, not, I'm saying it's a good example, but you, but you cheated because that's a denotation we can't do. That's not a... That's a but sukkah has the best paterm because if the flies are buzzing around your head... Your potter. That's the invitation we came to do. In general, mitzvahs have gradations. As we went over a number of times for an assay, a 50 year asset. 50 year asset is a lot of money. That's already for an assay. For less, I say it's all your money. It doesn't save your fairish. Well, how about just getting pushed around a little bit? Just suffering a little bit. So, well, uh, what you could do, which he's going to toy with, is try to figure out, which is very difficult, what the amount of suffering is to equal on dollars and cents to 50 your assets or all your assets. So you ask anybody in real time, they say, uh, all my assets, um, keep patching. But we're talking about kibbut of aim, years of aim, aseris adivris, even if you knock everything down to an assay. It might not even be that because he's telling the father information. The father's going to suffer for that, but that's not really his fault. Sort of like grandma. But in order to even discuss it in the context, the reason why a lot of people lose this whole question of the bakeries, they say, why is the kid mochiv to have any agmas nefesh for a mitzvah? The answer is, he's bar mitzvah. And there is an underlying theme that we hope it's not always the case, but lepum tzar agra. And yes, it's a double push that you have to do a mitzvah even though there's some agmas nefesh. The question is, how much? Agmas nefesh is one thing. No, it's only agmas No, he's not getting hurt. That's what I'm saying. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting hurt. Everyone who takes the tip of a towel and goes like this. No one's getting hurt. That that's what you have to, we took care of that right away. But it's not great for his self-esteem, uh, depending on how bad it is, how often it is. But 
the reason why there's a Shiloh discuss, and as you mentioned, to check out the facts, is that we in America, due to our pursuit of happiness and comfort, which doesn't make us any happier for last week's Russia, is the fact that we assume that uh, missus are very nice, but uh, if I'm stressed out, uh, obviously I'm not chayev. That's just simply not true. If you're not functioning, you're not chayev. And there might be things in between. But you have to figure out what's the equivalent of a cost of uh, 50 year assets or all of your assets. Then the asset, let's say, that's, um, that's a lot of stress. So you have to figure out what the conversion rate is. Kabbalah's Makazan Pateras Adam Mitzvah's Rayalizah. It has a fascinating raya. Raya is a lakach. Why does it need a raya? I just said you got to lose money. The answer is maybe you got to lose money, but you don't have any out of that fish. Why does it need a raya? So he has a raya by hitting. Ready for this? Raya is a lakach. Mesechas erchen. Shamnam radechen chiv tochachas. The three way machlekes. How far do you have to go to give tochacha to somebody? Nobody likes giving tochacha because nobody likes getting it. So the guy always gets annoyed. Rare is the friend who gives you a big hug and says, thank you so much for coming out and pointing out my faults. I'm so happy I have you at my side. That's a rare occasion where that happens. And um, it's not fun. So how far do you have to go? Uh, how adverse does the reaction have to be? So one man says, Adnazifa, which means he sort of like gives you a bad, gives you a face, telling you to get lost. The other one is Adhaka, till he hits you or is about to hit you, or at klala, till he curses you. So three different sheetas. No. So he takes Rav's shear. So Rabbi Yaakov says, and why in the world should he be putter from giving tochacha, which is the chiv the rice, because the guy's hitting you. It's not v'chaybem, he's not hurting you, he just, you're twice his size. He's hitting you as hard as he can, it's a tap. So Rabbi Yaakov asked, we've never asked this Shailah. Well, I need a ptor. He's hitting me. Why should I do this mitzvah? Rabbi Yaakov <coughs> says, why the world should he be potter? He's hitting you. What kind of mouse are you? For mitzvah the rice, he's hitting you. So it's like, when it gets dangerous, we'll talk about it. So Rabbi Yaakov says something amazing here. He says, it's only over here by the mitzvah tochacha. Sharak mitzvah potter miyakeo. Ki ain't tam vashbal tochacha. Im hu Because if the guy is obviously showing his displeasure and showing he's not going to listen and he's showing it clearly because he's hitting you already, so the tochach is not going to work. So it's not going to work. Your potter, not because he's hitting you, it's because it's not working. So the fact that Yaakov is asking as though push is because it's though push by but of course you'd have to be civil for other mitzvahs. Again, a concept that's, as Americans, hard for us to be civil a little bit. We don't see an automatic patur. Shar mitzvahs. If somebody's beating you up in the sukkah and he doesn't leave, you can leave. Yes, that's the only other example. But, but otherwise, the din you can't be mekayim tochacha. It's not our general patur. Okay, so with that introduction, you now know that it's not pashit. Mitzvah Shem will uh, discuss it tomorrow.